Welcome to Making Bank. I'm Josh Felber. Super excited for you to join me today. Today's guest, aka the man in red, he's out there everywhere. Search for him, you'll find him. He's got, you'll know, you'll know when you find him because all you'll see is red. But no, he's awesome. He's amazing. He's got a billion dollar brand in the works as well as owned multiple seven, eight figure companies, uh, has grown companies. Every challenge that he's hit, he's been able to pivot and turn that into a positive growth aspect in what he's doing. So guys, check out today's episode. If you're interested in leveling up your business, leveling up what you're doing, got to check out Rudy Maurer today on Making Bank. And again, thank you for watching the show, listening to the show. Make sure you guys like, comment, and share this video. Uh, it helps me as well as it helps you. And when you're commenting, ask some questions. The guests love to see those comments. So again, thank you for watching Making Bank. You are, you are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. Super excited and honored for today's guest. He's known as the Man in Red, a serial investor and CEO to multiple brands and manages over a staff of 70. Currently, he runs multiple businesses, including Marketing Capital Group with Kevin Harrington, the original shark from the TV show Shark Tank, where he's helped over 50,000 small businesses from around the world. He has built his first multi-million dollar business by the age of 26 with Facebook ads and since went on to become one of the world's leading experts on ads, funnels, and marketing strategy, speaking over 200 times on stage on how to scale online brands. He has also built four, four times multi-million dollar businesses before the age of 30. So I'm excited to welcome Rudy Maurer to Making Bank. There I am. What's up? Happy to awesome. meet you. The man in red. So we got yeah. the, red, <laughs> the red life going on in the background. <laughs> yep. Well, cool. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show. You've been doing tons of content uh, everywhere. People know who you are. Um, you've created a anchoring to you, your brand and everything. So super cool to learn how you did that, kind of your experiences and everything else as an entrepreneur. Well, yeah. obviously you're not, you're not from the U.S., so no. <laughs> give us a little bit of your background, how you got started, where you got started, and we'll, we'll kick it off from there. Yeah, I love it. So um, I, I was always different, right? I'm very different. This is very different. I wanted to do something special in my life. I wanted to achieve something great. I wanted to impact the world, and I was born in a small town in England, right? Not London. Everyone goes, oh, England's cool. London's so amazing. I'm like, I didn't live in London, you know? So I lived in a small town. And back then, you know, the idea of success and being a millionaire was, you know, a CEO or a small business and earning a million dollars a year and driving a Range Rover, right? And like, I could <laughs> see as social media started off, like all the biggest level of success was America. And I came to America a few times as a teenager because my um, mom's cousins lived out here. They moved from England. Mm. And I loved it. Every time I came, I'm like, there's just something inside me. It was like, this is where I've got to be. Like, can we move to America? And obviously my parents were like, no. But then when I went off to college and stayed in the UK, I built businesses, got bought my first real, uh, real estate investment at 18 and I've won at 20 and I've won at 21. 
And then I was at college in the UK, running nightclub events. I had all these side hustles, a personal training business. I was earning like 10 grand a month as like a 21 year old student, nice. right? So I was like the king of, you know, the king of the campus. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and I ran all the nightclub events, which made you like the VIP, right? Because everyone, that's all that people care about in the first year at, yep. at university in the UK. Uh, but anyway, I graduated and literally I had my last exam on a Friday and at Saturday at 7 a.m. I flew to America. I hadn't even officially graduated, you know, because I just had my last exam. So I never even did my graduation, but I had planned to get out as soon as I could. And, you know, it's hard to move to America. So I had to do it through a degree and get a master's degree. But yeah, I grew up selling on eBay at 11 years old. I built an online, big online community at 14 years old was making thousands of dollars as a, you know, 12, 30, 14, 15 year old, learning copywriting, writing headlines on eBay, buying and selling. And I got into personal training because my parents were elite athletes. So I had a sports background and uh, yeah, here I am. You know, I moved here at 25. I've been here six years now. I've built four, five or six or seven companies past a million dollars. You know, my main company, this red one, will do about 25 million this year. Um, and then obviously I have a celebrity division and I was partners with Ty Lopez for a couple of years and I did a lot of great stuff. And, uh, you know, I came from nothing, started in a small town, parents weren't rich, but I realized, uh, like I wanted to go big. I wanted to be loud. I was always different and I knew money drove a lot of things in life. And so I've always been chasing it. No, that's awesome. And I know I saw some too recently. You just recently rented an island. Yes, so actually next week, time of obviously recording, um, I will be on an island that's like 50 grand and I'm taking like 15 of my executive. I have about 100 employees, so I'm taking okay. about 10, 50, well, 15 of them, like department heads, executives. We're doing a, a company, like a, a year planning session, basically. We do it every quarter. And then I also have a 100K program, so members join, it's $100,000. And they get to work one-on-one -on -one with me and, you know, it's called legacy. So we talk about how do you build a brand like I have that lives beyond you, right? Because that's my mm -hmm. goal in life. Is I build right. something that lives beyond me. So they're actually coming for free days and we're doing jet skis, helicopter tours and all the, you know, the loud jazz, right? All the fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for that, but always doing something different, right? Always, let's say, how do I level up? I bought a house that's like a castle. So with a couple of partners, I have a castle. We took the members there, now an island. So it's like someone commented the other day, it's like, next you have to go to space. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. A few more years, that'll probably be one of my masterminds, the first space mastermind. Right. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, so <clears throat> tell us, uh, you know, obviously you got a lot of stuff going on. You've created a lot of success around you. What were some of those, like, I've, we've always have initial challenges or we have challenges throughout yeah. that's, that you're like, oh man, am I even going to get there? You sure. know, or, you know, and what are some of those initial roadblocks and then kind of how did you navigate around those? Yeah. And I would even say on that point before I dive into that, you still have challenges now, right? Like, and they're actually bigger. Like I have lawsuits, <laughs> I, like not that I'm doing anything wrong, but when you get super big, there's a potential lawsuit or there's someone trying to sue you for something, or there's some taxing that your HR person forgot for two years and they finally mail you about it. There's, you know, there's always, there's a big executive quits, right? Or there's someone takes, starts their own agency and tries to take all your clients. So those problems never go away, right? Like my payroll mm, now yep. and my expenses is a million dollars a month. 
I never, I remember when it was 30 grand a month and it freaked me the hell out and it still freaks <laughs> me the hell out and it will probably be 5 million a month in a few couple of years and still freak me out, right? So it's like, you gotta, you just become more seasoned to it and better equipped. And two of the celebrity partners I have are Mike Tyson and Floyd Mayweather. And it's like, you know, if you get professional in boxing, you're still going to get hit. But it's different getting hit when you've done it for 20 years and you're world class than when you first step in the ring and you're like, am I going to die? Is this the sport for me? I don't like getting hit, you know? So it's kind of like, I always have the problems. The problems used to exist. They still exist. I'm getting hit every day. I'm just more of a seasoned boxer now where it doesn't affect me as much. I know it's part of the game, right? And of course, I have better experience and more people around me to support through that. But yeah, I mean, early problems. I remember my first business, I was doing like 3 million a year, 15, 20 staff. And all of a sudden, my ad accounts all got banned and it was 90% of my revenue. And I went from 400K a month to 50k a month that's a big problem right yeah. and i didn't have years months of cash flow in reserve because i like i always reinvest everything i live on the edge like i would send any uh, cfo or financial advisor into a heart attack right because i'm always like push 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 so that was a big problem but i turned that and i pivoted and i was doing kind of some side agency work so i'm like hey i'm gonna use my team and just do more agency work and that actually formed my agency which became a five million dollar agency that still exists today which then led me to meeting ty lopez and me partnering on an agency with him which then led to him buying six x billion dollar brands and me partnering on that this is you see where i'm going with this right, right. it's kind of like I turn my problems into my benefits, right? And I turn these barriers and these things that would knock most people down in the boxing ring, and I use that to actually go one step forward. No, I think that's so true. I mean, I do martial arts and stuff, so it's just, and when we're teaching people to fight and take a hit, we, I mean, we have a drill, because if you've yeah. never fought and taken a hit, everybody yeah. closes their eyes right? okay. when they get hit. Well. Don't want to do that. So it's it, and once you learn how to take the hit and like you said, become seasoned, yeah. um, it, it it it's you know way easier and you, you keep your eyes open. You know what to look for, and you may still get hit, but you you can and you handle know how it. to re you know how to rebound. Most importantly, right? Like as you become yep. more seasoned, you know how to rebound, and then maybe you get hit. And like I don't do combat sports, but then you actually turn that you know because now the the opponents maybe lunge forward or something, and you actually it's now an advantage right if they reposition themselves it's the same in business right you get a big hit right covid happened and guess what my agency was also 90 percent from events and traveling like i had a business that was 90 percent from facebook ads that got bashed then i had a business that was 90 percent from traveling networking events that got bashed now i have a 20 million dollar business that isn't just from one thing because i got hit hard twice in the face and i'm like <laughs> okay i ain't doing that again right <laughs> no that's great obviously you know you work with people you teach them how to create kind of those legacy businesses to create that longevity what's some of the top things or things you can say hey here's how you got to get out there here's why you need to be in front of people i mean because when you look for it, you're everywhere. You got you got media everywhere. You, you worked with celebrities. You have celebrity partners and things like that. Yeah, good. I realized three years, two years ago, you got to be everywhere. If you ain't everywhere, you're dying because there's mm. so much noise in the space. People see thousands of Facebook ads a day. People see thousands of influencers a day. There's thousands of freaking courses on ads and marketing and funnels and how to make money online. 
So it's, it's kind of like a necessity almost, right? It's like everyone thinks this is extreme and loud, but go look at all the top 20 guys that are making a, a ton of money in this industry and are super successful. They're all everywhere because they know they have to be, right? And it's like the same with the celebrities. If you look at The Rock and Kevin Hart and like the biggest celebrity yep. uh, movie makers, right, for actors, they might not be the best actor, but because they're everywhere and they're famous, they get the biggest roles and they get paid the most, right? Sadly, in this day and age, you don't... It's same with basketball and any uh, sport. There's there's athletes out there that are super famous. They get paid more than an athlete that's better than them that's not. So it's like we live in a world of attention and influence, right? And I figured that out about a year or two ago. And I'm like, I got to just... Like everyone that's be crushing it, is like big, right? Unless they're building like this software company or this crazy AI thing, right? Like unless they're behind the scenes doing that. If they're more the personal brand face of the brand side, you got to go big. You got to be loud. You got to be confident. You got to, you're competing with everyone, right? You're like competing for food, right? If someone's right. handing food out, there's a big crowd of people trying to get it. You got to get to the front and make sure you're right there to grab the piece of bread. So that's kind of how I, I saw that I had the skills, I had the business acumen. I had been successful multiple times. And I'm like, if only I can become the celebrity too and combine it with a business acumen, my connections, my systems, my 100 employees. If I can combine the two, I'll become unstoppable. That was kind of my thought process. And that's what I'm working on. And so what would be your top three tips to, or media pieces, you would say, um, sure. people need to do or to get out there? Yeah, yeah. So it's sim it's super simple, right? It's like you, yeah, there's a lot going on in my world if you look at me, but it boils down to a few simple things. Number one is like create the brand and the unique selling point, right? Like you got to create who you are and what you stand for and what you do and what you're world class at. And you got to like figure out what differentiates you, right? Create that little blue ocean thing, right? And yep. the, the unique offer and positioning. That's step one, okay? Next step is you got to figure out how do I get a, a ton of people to know about me, to buy my stuff. And for me, I'm an ads guy. So for me, the first step is always ads, right? It's like if I can spend 10 grand a day and make 12 grand a day back, then I over a year, right, I'm spending four or five million dollars and I'm getting four or five million dollars worth of attention, attraction, following, influence for free because I'm, I'm getting paid to I'm getting paid money to promote for free. So like right. that's me as an ad guy, and I argue with other organic guys that are friends of mine that have like blown up organically. And I always say there's no right or wrong, right? It's like do you like basketball or football, right? It's kind of yeah. like whatever, <laughs> but you got to do one, right? It's like so if you're gonna go the organic route and blow up virally and go organic, great, but you got to figure it out, right? You got to figure out how do I work the algorithm and the topics and stay consistent and whatever it is, right? So you get the eyeballs and the attention. That's number two, right? So number one is the positioning, the hook, the offer, the uniqueness. Number two is the eyeballs, right? You gotta figure out how can you make money with ads? How can you make money with organic or shout outs or whatever, or host big events, whatever it is, number two, right? And then number three in my eyes is you gotta build a system or a team, right? Even if you're full on influencer, Mr. Beast, full on influencer, but he's freaking got a team around him and he spends a million dollars a video and he has SOPs and he has processes and he knows exactly what he's doing, right? I have a team of 100 people, you know, 50 right here in this office and it's all red and they know what they're doing and I got strong departments for PR, I got appointment setters, I got sales teams, I got tech teams, I got the marketing team, right? I got my teams and my systems that are going to keep taking me to that next level and push him forward with everything I do. No, that, that's, that's great. I mean, I think 
you know, based on what you were saying with that is obviously we got to get out there, whether it's organic, whether it's, you know, paid ads, whether it's press, sure. whatever that may be to start getting the eyeballs and the attention on what you're doing. And then obviously using a unique hook or anchor. I mean, obviously you, know, you, you, you're red to everything. So people associate that when they see a, you know, I saw some other stuff the other day you posted. I was like, you're, it's always the red. Like, what'd you say earlier? Yeah. You, you guys got a new jet ski, so it's in its red. <laughs> yeah. I actually already had two jet skis and I specifically bought another one and sold one just because I wanted a red jet ski. Ooh, so that's what I'm saying. So you're staying, you know, you're keeping that image, that brand. I've they... learned the more you go, the more ridiculous or extreme you go, the more successful you become. Look at every viral person, every famous person, right? Kevin Hart. When he started going more extreme and stupid with a rock and they started collabing, they both got more successful, right? Grand Cardone, the bigger he goes, the yeah. more jets he buys, now helicopters, more successful, right? So it's like the more ex you can play into your uniqueness and your extreme, the more successful you can become. And that, the red jet's probably coming down the pipeline too. It's I'm on suspect. the list. It's on the <laughs> list, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was, I think it was like, Lewis Hamilton or one of the F1 drivers, one of them has a red 604 Challenger. Oh, wow. Okay. So if yeah. I find it, I'll shoot you the picture, but yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. It'll be right up your alley. So uh, as we're doing that, what are obviously some of the tips and tricks and techniques or secrets that you teach? Um, obviously with uh, the way the ads platforms are going now yeah. and Facebook and there's TikTok and everything, everything else, what's the best way to really grab the most attention on and what platform is it or is it all yeah i mean all of them can work you just have to understand the differences between them right i see all the platforms like a sport i'm from a sport background so it's not like there's a better one or a worse one it's kind of like you play basketball differently to what you play for football and then ice hockey and baseball and whatever right so it's like but what happens if you play basketball and then you go i'm gonna go play ice hockey you're gonna get beat up right so it's like you can't just and, and I've tried and a lot of people have tried to I'm I'm good here let me do the same here and it doesn't work so figure out your thing right and then double down on it you can't be in the NBA and you can't be an NFL superstar and an NBA superstar top of the ice hockey a hundred meter sprinter and a marathon runner like it just there's no one's ever done that in the world right now maybe they've crossed over two sports but never more. So it's like, get really good at one or two, right? And that's my recommendation. Get really good at one or two and then use the influence and the impact in the first couple to maybe feed the other ones, okay? And that's what you'll yeah, see most people do it. So, uh, and then after that, it's the creatives and the videos and the uniqueness, right? So like I have, you know, about six, seven people here in office, film crews, photographers. I've got in different guys. The guy that built a million dollar, a million person YouTube channel. I got a, an LA, uh, an LA editor that edited all the famous artists' music videos and high production stuff, right? Like all the super famous ones you'll know. I got, you know, so I got all these people that have this skill set of making my stuff big, right? Because that's my goal right now. And obviously not everyone's got a goal like me, but just to start, like, how do you make it unique, right? You might not have seven editors like I do, but like, think about the uniqueness, right? Mr. Beast studies his videos and plans them for months and months. And then spends a million dollars and brings in a big team and edits every single second out. Then he shows it to a bunch of people, gets feedback and edits all over again, right? So it's like, Man, you got to understand 
that it takes energy and effort, right? Like there's a baseline of, yeah, just keep the content going, which I agree. But at some point to be successful at a high level, there's got to be focus, there's got to be creativity. Um, and it's the same with ads, right? You can throw a few ads up, but if you want to spend 10 grand a day like I'm doing or 20 grand a day, there's got to be focus. You got to have an amazing hook offer. You got to be testing new creatives. You got to shoot some high production videos. We have like rap videos. We have like cartoon animated of like, your favorite retro arcade games like we you know and i'm shooting all the time i'm shooting all the time and trying new stuff all the time no that's interesting i i think that's huge is being able to have that different types of content and, and the level of detail that you were saying that he edits down to even as well you know for the videos after showing it to an audience even too uh, yep. to make those changes to then grab more attention exactly exactly it's like you to start, it's consistency, but after a while, it becomes excellence, right? You got to understand, yeah. like, to start, you've got to get consistent and not and not uh, like procrastinate too much because that stops most people even starting, right? Oh, I got to edit it twenty million times. No, just start posting every day. Uh, but then after a while, it's like, okay, now you're going to the gym every day for three months. Well done. You know how to squat. You know how to deadlift. You know how to bench press. Okay, now we're going to shift a little more into excellence. We're going to tweak your technique. We're going to work on your diet. We're going to change the rep range, right? We're going to do some strength ranges and we're going to do some hypertrophy. So it's like, the, don't mix up the steps of life, right? The steps of life first is foundations, consistency, getting it done. And then after a while, it becomes a little more strategic and focused and you know, that's what a lot of people miss is they try and f jump between them or they don't live through the consistency phase and then they complain it doesn't work. Yeah, no, that's great. I know, obviously, you know, you have a massive vision that you're driving towards, you know, a road to, you know, a billion. What are kind of this, and you help other companies, uh, you know, focus and create a big Probably. vision, obviously with your island yeah. and you're bringing people yeah. to and everything else. What's kind of the the steps you take people through or you go through for that to make sure you're on the right track to go after that big vision? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it starts with like the end goal, right? And then like what it what drives you and what are you, what are you passionate about? It's like people talk about burnout. I've never had burnout and I work more than most people. I think what burnout is is when you lose a bit of the vision or the path forward or the future. Right now, of course, there's physiological if you're not sleeping and eating right. I get that, sure. sure. But like part of it is like I'm working more than ever now. I'm more maybe potentially stressed than ever. I'm more like busier than ever. I've got like more risk than ever because I'm way bigger, right? But I'm like more fulfilled and like passionate and I wake up with that drive than I ever have before. So for a lot of you, it's like, and it doesn't come right away. You can't just sit in a room and figure it out. It takes time and, you know, time to think about it. But keep working on that vision and that why, because that why is so strong and it's going to keep pushing you. So I think that's the first thing. The second thing is like, you know, figuring out like what you stand for, right? The brand and the offers and everything I talked about there. And then it's like, I'm a big data guy. You wouldn't maybe think it because I'm all this loud outrageous, but I'm, <laughs> I'm like a sports scientist and I used to run data and I have peer reviewed studies as a scientist. So, and I was top of my maths class, a chess champion. So I got this unique brain of like creative influencer, but I can equally hold my own in operations, data, numbers, right? So it's like, for me, it's combining the two. It's like, okay, we want to get here. Well, then how, how much revenue do we need per day? How many new hires do we need? How many sales reps? How many phone calls do we need? How much are we got to spend on ads? 
how many new fault likes i i drive everything through data because yeah. to me that gives you the little the stepping stones to hit the big goal yeah no that's and i think um you know data is huge and a lot of people skip that part of it yeah because they don't understand it it it, it becomes just a jumble of numbers and yeah, i mean i talk to 10 million dollar businesses i'm like hey how much you spend in a day what's your cpa right cost per sale right what's your how much is a customer worth how much are you doing via email and all of them are like i don't know 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 you know and it's like you just figure that out and it becomes like i explain it like you know if you get to a movie theater and they light up the stairs when it's dark if you're late <laughs> right that's what data does for your business, right? If you're successful, obviously, if you're not making any money right now, figure out how to sell stuff and make money, right? But if you get to a point where you're like a million dollar plus business, the data will give you that light up and it'll show you what's good, what's bad, what I should scale. Mm, yeah, no, for sure. That's a cool way to uh, visualize it. Uh, then we got a little bit of time left. What's something that you're like, man, I really got to share this, got to get this out there, got to let people know. Um, that you may have not shared elsewhere, or that you just well, got to get in front of people. Yeah, I mean, it's my big personal brand move. That it's like it's just starting this year. You know, I have my main firm is More Capital, which is a capital firm and a marketing for equity firm and an education firm. But my big goal over the next few years, now I've got 100 employees and we've got the systems in place, is more pushing the personal brand, going broader, helping people. It's called The Red Life, as you can see here. We have a podcast, a book coming out. I have an Amazon Prime TV series coming out. And it's all about helping people. You know, it's a play on the matrix, taking the red pill, living yeah. in Wonderland, defining the norm, understanding that you can achieve greatness in your life and you don't have to be living a crappy life where you hate your job and you work a nine to five and you're miserable and you have no money, right? So I want to help millions and millions and millions of people around the world understand that they can be more, they can achieve more, they deserve more. And they can take the red pill. They can, you know, live the red life, join us in Wonderland. And that's something that I'm super passionate about because I'm known as the ad marketing guy. But honestly, what's made me successful in 20 years is my mindset, right? And my drive, how I think and how I push forward. And, you know, Facebook ads just became like a vehicle that was part of that journey. But for me, it's like, how can I go bigger now and help millions of people? And this is it. That's awesome. And um, you mentioned mindset and stuff. What helps you keep your mindset rock solid throughout your journey? Yeah, it's weird. I think I was uh, kind of born with it a little because my mom was a gold medalist. So I grew up around Olympic games and pro athletes. And one thing I learned from them is they believe they can be the best in the world. And I, kind of, I genuinely have that belief. And some people say it sounds arrogant. And they say, why do you want to be a billionaire? I'm like, it's like asking an NBA athlete, why do you want to win the NBA? What's the point of playing if I'm not trying to win, right? right. Like, and that's how I see a billion, right? It's like there's 2,000 billionaires. It's like, what's the point of playing this game of business if I'm yeah. not trying to win? I don't play Monopoly to come fourth place and go bankrupt halfway around the board. I play to win the game of Monopoly. So again, it's back to your why. It's about focus on winning, focusing on every single day. Um, it's being with the right people. It's about every time I plateau, it's because I'm not an, an, with a people bigger than me. So I'm always like trying to be with Grant Cardone and billionaires and uh, listening and, and being around and absorbing energy that people are the, like celebrities like Floyd Mayweather. He's bigger than me. Like, how can I be with people bigger and better and further ahead than me? Right. So for you listening is like, how do you get in those rooms? How do you find those people? Come work for them for free. Do whatever you got to do. 
but that will give you the mindset because it's like you can tell right the energy is like it's, it's oh, infectious yeah. you can't avoid it like and i got 50 staff here and we we're, we're extreme we're crazy some of them quit after a week and i'm like good but the ones the, the the people that are here we're infectious right and we're a tribe and we're on this drive so yeah create that if you're a creator create that if you're trying to be that like find people already doing that and absorb that energy and learn from them awesome man guys i hope you guys are really listening to what rudy's been talking about taking those notes go back rewind listen watch this again and then start to apply what he's talking about there's so many different actionable items that have been dropped through the episode today and that you guys can take and apply to your business to your personal life whatever that may be rudy let everybody know where's the best place to connect with you at find your website that kind of thing yeah, look for the red, man. Just look for the red. It'll show up. I'll be there, right? Say my name and Facebook ads will appear. But no, Instagram's <laughs> great, uh, at Rudy More Life. So you'll just see a red profile again and, and hopefully see me. So Instagram's great because that kind of feeds everything, right? Like that's my main platform on Facebook and it feeds everything. So hit me up there. You know, the new podcast is called Living the Red Life. There's a book coming out the same. I'm excited to be here. Hopefully you got some actionable steps. It's all about action. Stop thinking, start doing. Hopefully you got some actionable steps from me. Think bigger, push more, don't be afraid, and go all in. Awesome, man. Rudy, thanks again for coming on Making Bank and honored to have you on the show. Yeah, excited to be here. Thank you. I am Josh Filbert. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.